for the week of June 27th through July 3rd, 2014. I'm your host, David Tanner, and it is a real pleasure to have you with us today on Main Menu. We have quite a exciting show today with several different demos and reviews of different products. However, we're going to start out with the second part of the interview that I started last week with David Wilkinson from Hems Inc. We're going to be talking today about Blaze Easy a new and exciting product that I think you're going to be very interested in. And it has gotten quite a bit of uh, attention during the past month or so. And so you may have already heard something about it, but you're going to get to hear a demo of it and learn a lot more about it this week here on Main Menu. And then David and I wind up the interview with a discussion of eBot, a new and exciting and very different CCTV, we'll call it, but it's a whole lot more than just a CCTV. And then we have Leo Pisanet is going to come to us with a review of the Giraffe Reader. This is a very interesting and new way to use your iPhone to scan documents, and you will get much better quality scans with the Giraffe Reader. And I think you'll find that very interesting. And then Tim Cummings of the main menu staff comes to us with a review of the iPhone microphone mount and Tim's going to demo it and tell us how to get it and where to get it and I think you'll find that that is something you may want to know about particularly if you like to use your iPhone to do recording and you'll find that this may help you out quite a lot. Next David Woodbridge of the main menu staff comes to us with a review and demonstration of the BEM speaker and I think you'll find this to be quite interesting and a different speaker that you may be interested in taking a look at and it certainly is an interesting new speaker to add to your collection perhaps. And then Main Menu Executive Producer Chase Crispin comes to us with a demonstration of the Now News app for iOS. It's a nice, easy way to get up to date with the latest news in several different categories, and I think you'll find that it may be just what you're looking for if you like kind of to keep track of what's going on in the news. That's what's up today on Main Menu. We hope you enjoy the show and get a lot of valuable information out of what we have to talk about today on Main Menu. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here again next week on Main Menu. Here at ACB Radio's Main Menu, we are always looking for feedback from our listeners. If you have any feedback about something that you have heard here on Main Menu, suggestions for things you would like to hear on future programs, or if you are able to record a product demonstration or interview for us, please get in contact with us by sending an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can also get in contact with us via Twitter. Our Twitter page is at www.twitter.com slash mainmenu, or you can follow at mainmenu with your favorite Twitter client. Finally, all of our contact information 
past shows, and more can be found on our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. Thank you for listening to Main Menu, and we look forward to hearing from you with your thoughts about our program. Main Menu. Blaze EZ, which is our uh, sort of a brand new category of devices uh, called the multiplayer, and uh, it operates very much like your digital book reader as far as a lot of its functions. You know, it's going to allow you to read Daisy books, National Library Service books, all that kind of stuff. Um, But we've added a few enhancements to it to try to make it uh, a -a one-of-a-kind device. And the biggest feature that we added to make it a -a one-of-a-kind device is a 5-megapixel camera in the back that'll allow you to do optical character recognition. So we think that's pretty cool. Well, it certainly Uh, sounds that way. (laughs) Absolutely. So we've we've taken... It's one of the few times that going old school uh, can be a revolutionary thing. Digital book readers have always been sort of held back by the fact that they were digital. Uh, And we've crossed that divide, and we're letting you introduce sort of the old print medium, going back to the old print and paper bit that people do still use. Uh, I still use it in my hotel room when I'm trying to figure out if it's regular decaf coffee, uh, or just to find out what all of that stuff is that uh, they throw onto the desks. And that little chime you hear is the, is the uh, Blaze EZ turning on. Yeah, I, I, I know uh, what you're saying about the hotel stuff. Yeah, after a while, you see all these different little bags and bottles, and you're like, what on earth is all of this? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, we're going to slow the guide voice speed down a little bit, because I have this sped up a little bit. Uh, now, is it, am I understanding right, because I have a feeling I'm not, um, is this replacing the book sense, or is this in addition to that's a very nebulous question. Uh, we are selling both at the moment. Okay. I frankly do not know how long the book senses will continue to be sold. I mean, realistically, it's a, it's a mere matter of math in looking at the fact that this product is about five years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we have them. We will, of course, service them until the end of the world. So, you know, if you've got a book sense, we would, we would take good care of you. I do not... I do not know the complete future of the book since. My guess is that at some point it is going to come to an end as a product. Well, the reason I asked is I had I had heard somewhere that it was that the Blaze Z was was replacing the book since, and that's why I was was asking because the per, people I heard it from weren't Hims salespeople or Hims employees, and I'm like, I wonder if they really know what they're talking about. And so I thought, well, this would be a good time and place to ask the question. And what I can tell you is that at the moment we have we are, we are selling both. Um, I don't know about long term. My guess would be that if you wanted to keep up with something that you're going to be guaranteed to have updates for, that you would go with the Blaze. I, I don't think you're going to see a lot of just because you're you're, you're out of things that you can do with the book sense. Just you about, know? yeah, just about. I mean, you know, you can copy and paste on the thing. You've got a calculator. Uh, you know, at one point you could even talk to it. Uh, so. Um, that, that's really about all that I can tell you for sure at this point. Okay. I think ultimate. I think ultimately the market will dictate that this will replace the book sense. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. not necessarily you know what we're out to do at this point. But I think it's probably what we'll end up doing. Okay. How's that for a very vague? That that that's fine. 
and a lot of times in transition like that, I a lot of companies will do that kind of thing. They'll keep the older right. product for a while and then basically phase it out. Well, and, and, and the book sits has done very well for us. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, you know, it's it's uh, it has certainly held its own. It was a little late in coming to the market, but it was the first to offer Bluetooth, which I have used uh, as somebody who likes treadmills and you know the idea of being able to use Bluetooth headphones long before I could do that with any type of an eye device. Um, I certainly appreciate it. So it certainly had its uh, its its place, and I've certainly you know I've, I've certainly enjoyed mine. Well, let's knock out the big one first. Everybody wants to know about optical character recognition. How does it do? What will it do? Blah blah blah. So let's knock out the real big one first, and then we'll work from big back to smaller. How does that sound? That sounds fine. And it just so happens that I have a piece of mail here that I can scan with the blaze easy. I'm going to put I'm going to put my elbows on the table. I grew up in the South, where I was told to never do such a thing. So I <laughs> I, I like hand I, I like being able to put my elbows on the table and just yeah. have text in between it. I've got it about nine inches away, and we are going to press the OCR button, which has an O on it, and it's going to take a picture. And it just said, "Take a picture." The ubiquitous camera click that comes with everything. Sure. Now let's Our discount get double check work is a great way to magnify your savings. Looking to save on your car insurance? Oh yeah. Let me take a long, hard look at all the possible ways you can save with a free discount double check. Awesome. Check home through your policies to make sure you're getting all the <laughs> discounts you're entitled to. We can uncover duck out up to 50%, not just great discount. Yeah, 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 yeah. Enough of a commercial for you, whatever that <laughs> card <laughs> <reflects> <laughs> it. Awesome. So so it did it did pretty well. Now, realistically, that wasn't an insanely complicated piece of paper. Uh, but also, I think that points out that this is not going, you're not going to be scanning a treatise in, on world, on, uh, you know, the, the state of world peace with this. This is for... Just like other handheld devices, and sorry about all the noise in the background. I'm a big clock person, so you're getting to hear my clock in the background. Um, but you know, this is going to be really good for scanning pages. It's going to be good for scanning a restaurant menu. It's going to be good for scanning, you know, a, a piece of paper that's in front of you. Would I use this for a textbook? Absolutely not. Uh, there are other more robust scanning and reading programs that are using faster processors that are also have to be a lot bigger uh, that are going to be more appropriate for that. But if you're wanting to know what someone's just handed you, I've used it to read business cards, um, you know, and, and, and it does a nice job. How would it do with columns? At the moment, it's just reading them straight across. Okay. We are working on having options for columns where you'll be able to, to choose how you want it to interact. Keep in mind that this is at the very beginning of its life cycle. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but so, so just to keep a little bit of realism on the on, on the OCR, you're, you know, you're. Uh, I've had somebody who wanted to aim it at a street sign. It ain't gonna work. <laughs> um, it's a nice thought. There's always uh, one in the crowd. There is always one in the crowd, <laughs> um, and they were dead serious. So you know, but just to run through some of the features of this, uh, across the middle, you have dedicated buttons for music and for radio and for books. Uh, and so essentially what that means is that, and, and, and they're, they're railed with an M and with an R and with a B. And then I have an O for optical character recognition down in the right-hand corner. Um, so if I want to automatically go into music, I can simply hit the M. Now if I want, I can hit explore. 
So if I wanted to go to a different folder, I just did my left arrow to close out Paul McCartney. Good evening, New York City, disc one, one slash five. Good evening, New York City, disc two, two slash five. Okay. Music three slash five. This okay. is just a random collection sure. of music. Sure. My head is an animal four slash five. Oh, I love that title. My head is an animal by Mon- of Monsters and Men. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that one didn't have any. Okay. Soul Gravy five slash five. There you go. There's a group Soul Gravy that I have a, 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 a song. Uh, it's called Soul Gravy by a band called Cross Canadian Ragweed. Uh, which I guess you could drive your car to go see, sticking with the vehicular theme of the day. <laughs> and again, if I just wanted to hear that particular song, I would hit uh, the enter button, which is in the middle of a number of arrows. This is a song by Ray Wiley Hubbard. So here we go, and now they're going to sing for us, which may not be such a good idea. Um, nice drum at the beginning. We may never... There we go. Enough okay. of you cross-Canadian ragweed. <laughs> So, and again, it's just really easy to get to. I just hit M for music to do mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, if I okay. wanted to jump to books, I could hit the B for books. Okay, and now I've got... This is the hymns tip for Pi Day that I, uh, that it's reading in the book reader because it's a .doc file. Okay. So, I could, um, it'll read .doc, .doc, .docx, uh, PDFs. Uh, we were the first uh, digital book reader to be able to support PDFs. We support BRFs, TXT, RTF, uh, HTML, EPUB, DAISY, NISO, all of your traditional lexicon of stuff, your BARD books, your National Library Service books, Bookshare, Learning Ally. Uh, I'm forgetting someone, and who knows who it is. I'm sorry, whoever it was. Um, so we could, so we've got various type, various books on here. Text two slash two. Um, Documents one slash two. Let's see. Let's With the OCR. Uh huh. Does it? I I have seen sometimes when. Some um, OCR will have more success with su- certain colors, particular certain colors of print than others. Is is there any particular um, thing that you've noticed with that, or is it pretty pretty good with most anything? You know, the really snarky answer to that, David, is that my vision's too crappy to be able to tell what colors I'm looking at, so I have no idea. Yeah. Um. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess the reason I was thinking. Well, I guess the reason I was thinking is um, I can think of a device which will remain nameless, but probably people will figure it out. A device that you could put an uh, OCR and and speech on um, that's been around for a few years. And, but if you were trying to look up something in the yellow pages, you were okay until you came onto some red print, and it just right. just yeah, totally blew print. it. It just totally blew it on red print. That is not supposed to happen with digital cameras. Okay. So, and I, I am sure some of the stuff that I have scanned has been read. Uh, probably so, yeah. The, the old evil red print thing should not apply. What is crucial, however, is to make sure that you've got a light source, whether you've got the flash turned on. Uh, it, it, years ago, when, when we were first using digital cameras for OCR with, with, with a standalone product, I had somebody who wasn't getting any type of results. He kept saying blank page, and he's like, I know this isn't a blank page. It's the middle of a book. 
Um, and as it turns out, the reason he was getting a blank page is he didn't have the light of the camera turned on. He didn't have any lights on in his room. Oh, okay. So a piece of paper. Right. So as a totally blind person, that's something you know that to, to keep in mind that you've got to have a light source on for this thing. And light does make a difference with digital cameras. Oh, sure. Sure. So not, not to state the obvious, but it, you know, it, it does. So it does have a light source in it. It does. It has, okay. it has a Good. flash that you can Good. turn on or off. Yeah, because sometimes that can be real handy because you may be someplace where, you know, the room's really dark or something or other. Absolutely. Or like in a restaurant or something. That's right. That's right. You can also save the, the, the text. So this will save a file as a text file. It can also save the, JPG, the, the JPEG. Which means that if you you can take a JPEG of something and put it on here, and we'll actually re- we can scan it for you, um, and you can get uh, optical character recognition out of it. Okay, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But it also allows us, from a tech support standpoint, if you're not getting good scans, to be able to see what you're scanning and what you're seeing. Sure. So it lets us know what you're looking at, which helps us out. Sure. Okay. The the Blaze EZ has built-in stereo speakers. Uh, we have built-in Wi-Fi. So if I go to my home screen. Yes. I can go. Here we go. Let's. There we go. Now we're we're back at my home screen, and I can arrow across, and I can go to internet radio. So now we hit enter on web radio to prove that it works. Creating channel list. Because I'm in sales, I'll tell you anything. So here's ACB Radio Cafe. Uh, I've got 138 stations on here. We are still working on what database we'll actually have on here. Uh, this product is not shipping yet. It'll be shipping in the next couple of weeks. Um, but uh, So I've only got 138 stations on here only. Whoever thought you'd wow. just say 138 stations? Man, I think um, that's, let's, just, let's that's just nothing, man. <laughs> I know. That's sad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's, we'll hit enter and we'll see what's on ACB Radio Cafe. Let's hope something is on it. Hey, it's Stevie! Yeah. Okay. All right. Now I'm hitting pause. So mm-hmm. I've, I've proven, being a salesperson, I've, I've, I've had to prove what I say. I've proven that we have Wi-Fi. As you know, we have Bluetooth as we're passing by. I do have a podcast uh, catcher. So that if I go over to the right... Podcast. And now I've got a number of podcasts on here. AC 360 audio, one of 22. So I've got 22 feeds for podcasts that are set up on here. Um, America's Test Kitchen Radio, two of 22. CNN Profiles, three of 22. So you get the idea that you've got, mm-hmm. you know, if I hit enter, then I'm able sure. to get my... Now what's cool about the Bluetooth for the sound, you know, we're all, we're all running around with, with the Bose SoundLink minis, and this works great with them. So sure. we could go back to listen to Paul McCartney through our... our Sound Link Mini, sure. and we'd be in business. Yep. Sounds good to me. <laughs> so, uh, battery life is about 12 hours. Um, this unit does not have a keypad. It has arrows that you're using uh, up, down, left, and right to make your selections, which is why it's the Blaze EZ, because it's, mm-hmm. it's it, it, you know really easy operating system to use. Mm-hmm. We're using acapella speech. We do have the, the male voice as well. Um, Podcasts. Back over to my guide voice. Record settings. Guide voice settings. Guide voice settings. Guide voice speed 8. Guide voice pitch 5. Guide voice volume 15. Voice email. Voicemail. Now, me being a male, I have no desire for a guy to be telling me what to do, so I'm going to switch it back to Mm -hmm. female. Mm -hmm. 
Voice female. There we go. Um, but obviously we'll have this at the summer shows, so we'd love to have you come by and take a look at it. Okay. And so uh, will it actually be on sale at the shows as far as you know? or It will be on sale. I do not know. We are, we are getting a shipment of blazes in towards the end of the month. We have an incredible back order. I do not know if we will have physical units at the show. We were certainly planning on it, and we may have sold we may have sold too many for that to happen. Okay, with you, terrible okay. problem to have. Yeah, uh, but I can assure you that we will sell them at the show. So the regular price though is six hundred ninety five. Is that what the price the, is? The be? promotional price is six ninety five. Oh, the okay. Manufacturer suggested retail price is seven forty nine. Oh, okay. Um, I'm hoping that we that the promotional price is in effect as long as humanly possible. I like that being under seven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With using the OCR, is there? It does it cause more battery drain when you're doing OCR than when you're doing other things? What causes battery drain with OCR is the flash. If right. you're somewhere where you need the flash, right? Uh, the OCR itself really doesn't. Okay. That makes sense. So yeah. that, that, that's, yeah. that's, that's been my experience. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah. But you're using the flash. You're going to have to take an awful lot of pictures for that flash to really drain your battery because it's okay. only on for a second and a half. Yeah, okay. You know. So it's not on constantly. It's just no. flashing. Okay, okay. No, it's on when you specifically tell it, I want to take a picture. <laughs> and and the, the thing I've noticed, like if you're doing OCR on one of the iDevices, a lot of the OCR things, they just turn the flash on. It doesn't just flash, it's just on. Right. And I think right. that's what's doing a lot of this that's what's battery. Killing yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And that's what I was kind of getting at. It was uh, right. a no, comparison there. Yeah, okay, okay. And uh, so then um, the the easy uh, will, when it comes out, you will actually probably... We have probably, what, a couple thousand stations on your internet radio or something like that, probably? And You know, I'd love to be able to answer that, and I simply don't have enough information to be able yeah. to answer it. I'm certainly hoping for that. But but I, I guess my point, point is you, you're going to have a list of stations. It's not going to be something where you bought this device and now you've got to go... Any radio station you want on your on this, you've got to go program in if you can figure out how to do it. No, you're going to have stations on here. Otherwise, okay. the feature's not worth having. Right. You know. So that's that's why it was. I, it sounded like, hey, folks, you know, if you if you're looking at this and talking, thinking about, hey, it does have internet radio. It really does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's 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 more than it's it's more than just a theoretical concept. Right. Right. Because I can tell you, I didn't put those 180 some odd stations on there because I'm lazy. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to point out just as sort of an, an ad that if people are coming to the summer shows, come and see our eBot, which is the only video magnifier that can connect wirelessly to your Android or iPad uh, or other tablets. You can use gestures on the tablets to direct the, the motion of the camera in the case of the eBot Pro or to for optical character recognition with the eBot Advance. Uh, or for a whole bunch of other things to change the size of the print, the color, etc. You can also hook the camera up to your PC or your Mac, so you can hook it up to basically anything. Hims also has new handheld uh, video magnifiers, the Candy 4 and the Candy 5. Um, so 
we've got a whole lot of new products uh, to show you. We've shown a couple of them this evening, uh, but we, we, we have more that we haven't talked about here, and we're not done for the year. Now, just real quickly, back on the eBot, I, I noticed when I went out to the HIMS webpage and was look, looking at the eBot uh, page, is it there are th basically three different levels or something? What what are what do you can you explain that at least a little bit? I can. You have three levels of eBot. The eBot, just the old the, the regular eBot, is a video magnifier with no optical character recognition. So it's a video. It's a camera that's going to connect to a standalone monitor to your Mac, your PC, your Android, or your iPad, and so it's going to let you choose what you want to use for a screen, and it's going to be a, a camera that you can use for distance viewing, for near viewing. Uh, it's going to remember your settings when you flip back between the two, but there's no optical character recognition. Okay. The eBot Advanced has optical character recognition, so it's going to allow you to do a what you see is what you get type of OCR, so whatever the camera is looking at, and when you can see on the screen, it's going to be able to read it back to you. Okay. If you move up to the eBot Pro, you have a number of things that are happening. One, that's just the blaze easy mm -hmm. turning off, mm -hmm. Frankie, because I've ignored it. <laughs> the the, the eBot Pro, it's the most notable thing that it has is motorized cameras. So it has a dedicated camera for optical character recognition, and it has a camera that can be controlled either by your iPad or by a joystick on the, the remote. So you never have to actually take your hands off the remote or off of your desk in order to use the the to, to, to change the direction of the camera. Okay. So you flip it from your, and it's going to remember when you go from looking at a smart board up in front of the room to the text on your desk, it's going to remember where you last left off and it's going to refocus where you last left off when you when you go from distance view to near view or the other way around. Uh, the eBot Pro, because it has two cameras, it has a dedicated camera for optical character recognition, so it is also going to be able to get the entire page instead of just what's in the view of the, of the screen. Okay. And finally, the eBot Pro has a secure digital card slot. That secure digital card can be used for images, for taking, you know, for, for snapping images and saving them onto your SD card. And because it's an SD card, you can now put them into your computer, into your Android device, into your Surface or whatever, and you can you know, those images become portable. They're not just stuck on the camera. Mm -hmm. okay. So that's the three different classifications of eBot. All of them weigh five pounds or under. They fold up really flat. They fit into a backpack-style carrying case. Okay. Okay, and, and and I believe also, I mean, the, the, the awesome part of it is that it, it's wireless, and so, yeah, you can use your Android, your iDevices, your computer, you know, be it Mac or Windows, but I, uh, I, you know, you also, if I am understanding it right, you could hook it to a TV or a monitor or, you know, just, that is correct. just about anything you can think of. You can hook it with anything that's got, uh, oh, now I'm going to forget the, the digital port that I can't remember. Uh, I can picture it in my head. I'm looking at the port. DVI? Uh, DVI, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Okay. Uh, it does not have uh, a VGA port because it's all high def. Mm -hmm. And let me explain how we do the Wi-Fi, the wireless bit. We're not using Bluetooth because Bluetooth doesn't allow for enough compression uh, to send the signal back to from the camera to your iPad or your Android device. Um what we're using is a dedicated Wi-Fi network. We are providing the Wi-Fi, so you don't have to have Wi-Fi somewhere. You, you, you connect to a self-contained broadcast network from the eBot. Mm -hmm. uh, 
So you don't have to have Wi-Fi to be able to use this. You don't have to be in a Starbucks or whatever. We're, we're providing the Wi-Fi network that we need. But the Wi-Fi network gives us a broader bandwidth, and it allows us to not have to compress the signal so much, and it allows us to maintain a live view. Mm-hmm. So it's not using Bluetooth. It's actually using Wi-Fi, but we provide the network. Well, sir, I got to tell you, I I have really been excited. Some of the, the new things that I've seen and heard about, and uh, I can't wait to get my hands on and play with some more. And Well, I want to thank you for coming on uh, with us here on Main Menu. Is there anything else you wanted to uh, talk about? Uh, I would I would be a bad I would be a bad person if I didn't give you our phone number and web address. Okay. You can get more information about Hemp's products by calling 888-520-4467 or by going to our website at www.hims-inc.com. And again, come and see us at the summer shows. We've got a lot going on. Uh, our 15 year anniversary is resulting in a lot of great products for you, and we are not done. Hello everyone, my name is Leo Bissonnette from Montreal, Quebec, Canada, coming to you with information about the Giraffe Reader. The Giraffe Reader, I sincerely believe, will come as welcome news to many of you who, like myself, have tried to do effective scanning with their iPhones. And I found it somewhat frustrating in the past. And in many cases, what I think what we've done is gone back to our old flatbread scanners if we have them available to us. So, the Giraffe Reader is a welcome accessory for those of us who want to do more with our iPhones. What we have is a scanning stand that is a very portable device, very neatly designed to take up very little space, either in a computer bag when it's unassembled or on a desk when it is assembled. I've been using the Giraffe Reader for about six weeks and uh, I've started to use it on a regular basis to do scanning. I've uh, used it to scan letters, bills, menus. I've done effective scanning when I've been here at home in my office with overhead lighting. I've uh, been able to use it successfully in hotel rooms and so forth. Now, by way of description of the package, let me go back to what I said earlier when I mentioned that it was a small package. Indeed, when it's folded up, it takes up a very small bit of space in a handbag. When it's folded up, it contains three separate panels. And when you unfold the panels, they are quickly assembled into a standing scan that uh, takes up very little room on a desk. In fact, I've even used it on a small table beside my uh, chair in my living room when I want to do some pleasure reading. So with that said, what exactly do we have? Well, we have a stand when assembled that has the following components and takes care of two basic problems. The two basic problems are these. We've all experienced the problem of getting the phone at the right height for scanning an entire page. And then there's the problem of actually getting the page properly located so that the camera can be focused on it. The Giraffe Reader handles these problems in the following way. At the bottom of the stand is a small platform, very nicely designed. It's a tactile-friendly platform onto which you can easily line up your page against a straight edge so that you no longer have to worry about is the page straight or not. Then, as you run your hand up the side of the giraffe reader, going from the bottom to the top, you do find a neck that makes it fairly tall. Indeed, thinking of the giraffe and the long neck, you get an idea of what we're trying to get at here. At the top of the neck is a phone cradle, a little platform nicely designed into which 
you place your iPhone so that the iPhone camera lens is focusing down on the platform. That makes the scanning process a little more complete. It's a stable way to have uh, the paper and the iPhone lined up. And that's essentially what we have. We have a nicely assembled stand that has taken care of two problems, that is iPhone height and paper location. Now again, I'll point out that uh, the giraffe reader does not have any portable lighting built in. It's a very small stand, so you are going to be reliant on your room lighting. You'll need to know something about whether your overhead lighting is good. If you're a natural light, is that sufficient? But with all those uh, variables taken into consideration, you do have a very powerful tool. I have taken, as I say, my giraffe reader into many locations. It's a very sturdy package. While it may feel initially like cardboard to you, it is made of a polypropylene plastic material and it is sturdy. So with all that said, I would certainly encourage you to look into the giraffe reader as being a potential scanning accessory for you to use. You may find more information at www.giraffe-reader.com That's G-I-R-A-F-F-E hyphen reader R-E-A-D-E-R dot com If you would like to contact me to ask additional questions please do so. My email is leo.bissonnet at videotron.ca I'll spell that. It's L-E-O period B-I-S-S O-N-N-E-T-T-E at Videotron, V-I-D-E-O-T-R-O-N, period, C-A. I hope that this presentation has been of help to you. The final bit of information that I would give you is a cautionary note on price. U.S., it presently costs $49.99. However, prices are subject to change, and certainly you should uh, go to the website, as mentioned above, and see what the current pricing structure would be. That's often subject to conversion rates and potential price changes by the developer. Again, I hope this has been helpful. Take care. Hi there, Main Menu listeners. This is Tim Cummings. Have you ever been in a situation where you wanted to use your iPhone to record something and you wanted to be able to mount your iPhone on a traditional microphone stand? Well, now you can do that. I found a device, a very nice little device, which allows you to mount your iPhone or any other smartphone to a traditional mic stand with a 5 eighths inch mount on it. And this is made by Castiv, C-A-S-T-I-V the name of the company and the name of the product it's called the castive stand sidekick universal smart support system it will accommodate any smartphone measuring 2.3 inches to 3.3 inches in width which would be 6 centimeters to 8.5 centimeters in width it's adjustable it'll accommodate most cases and it's a great little device let me describe it it's made of plastic it comes in two parts on the bottom is a plastic clamp which you can use to clamp to a shaft of a microphone stand and this will unscrew from the rest of the unit so you can use it or not and then the top part of the unit a couple things one is a grip which slides open it's padded and it slides open it has a spring you pull these two little pieces apart and fit your iPhone in between them and then they close up around your iPhone. I'm using an iPhone 5S. You'd put your iPhone into this device so that it would be gripping the sides. I usually have it gripping in the middle of the iPhone along the two so it's gripping 
each of the two longer sides of the iPhone. And I have the OtterBox Defender case on my iPhone, and this fits it perfectly fine with no problems. We'll also hold an LS100, an Olympus LS100, for example. So once you've got your iPhone clipped into this device, on the bottom of the device is a 5 8 inch female hole, which will just screw on to the thread of a standard 5 8 inch microphone stand. And you can adjust the angle of the iPhone. You can tilt it one way or the other. You can move it. You can make adjustments to it. And it works very well. And you still have access to all the controls on the iPhone in terms of whatever recording app that you're using. So it's a way just to mount your iPhone on a mic stand, have it very stable for recording purposes. And I'm recording this demo, as a matter of fact, on my iPhone that is mounted on my microphone stand. This device will cost about $25. You can get it at Amazon.com. The name of this device, it's made by Castiv, C-A-S-T-I-V, and it's called the Castiv Stand Sidekick Universal Smartphone Support System. That's a big mouthful, but if you look any of that description or any a partial description up in Amazon, you'll find the device, and it works quite well. For Main Menu, I'm Tim Cummings. Main Menu Welcome to this demonstration of the BEM Wireless Bluetooth Speaker Band. And in this demo, I just want to take you through what the BEM Wireless Speaker Band looks like. And I should say BEM is B-E-M, so that's BEM Wireless Bluetooth Speaker Band. So as I said, I'll take you through what the physical device looks like. I'll pair it to my iPhone. And then we'll talk about some of the uses for the wireless speaker on your wrist. So first of all, let me start with a physical description of the BEM wireless Bluetooth speaker band. Basically, it feels like a very large square watch. And it's quite thick. And you have the band attached to either side of the square little speaker itself. And this particular band that I've got is made of rubber, and I bought the red one. If I hold the BEM wireless speaker band so that one of the bands is facing away from me and one of the bands is closer to me, on the closest side to me and about in the middle is a mini USB port that you can plug in to actually charge the unit via a USB cable to a USB wall adapter or to your PC if you like. And to the right of that is one round button, and that's used to turn the unit on and off. And it will say on or off, and it will also allow you to pair the speaker with your, in this case, my iPhone. And pairing is also spoken as well. So if I come to the right-hand edge, so this would be the closest to your hand, you have three buttons. And the middle one is play slash pause, or answer and hang up. And the buttons on either side of the middle button is either volume up, volume down, or previous and next track if you're playing music. I should say at this point that when you get an incoming call and you answer it by pressing the middle button to answer it, you will get a talking caller ID of the number coming into the speaker as well. And of course, given mine being Bluetooth, you've got to be within 10 metres of your, in my case, iPhone. And when you turn it on, it will actually 
say connecting and give a beep to confirm that's connected or it'll beep when you've walked back into range of your iOS device as well. So speaking output wise, as in far as text-to-speech goes, it's pretty handy. Okay, so that's enough for the physical description of the BEM wireless Bluetooth speaker band itself. What I'm going to do now is grab my iPhone and go into Bluetooth settings. Then I'm going to set up the BEM to pair to my iPhone. Now you will notice that when I'm running my iPhone, I have the Alex speech voice running, which is traditionally on the Mac in OS X. Because I'm using a pre-release version of iOS 8, that's why you're hearing Alex on my iPhone as well. So let me find settings on the home screen. Of course, I'm using VoiceOver, and I've got hints turned off. So I'm just going to touch the screen and flick around to settings. Page one of three, weather, weather, passbook, settings. Okay, settings, and of course, I was flicking back to the left then. I want to activate settings. That's one finger double tap for settings. Settings. And let me do one finger flick to the right to get to Bluetooth. Yeah, it's telling me it's on. Okay, I'm going to grab my BEM and what I'm going to do, I'm going to turn it on and hold in the power button. Remember that's to the right of the little mini USB port. So I'm holding it in now. Power off. On. Pairing. Pairing. Release the button. And I'm going to do a one finger double tap on Bluetooth on my iPhone. Bluetooth settings. Back button. Bluetooth padding. On. And of course, I'm flicking through the screen right, with one finger flick to the right. Devices in progress. Logitech A760 not connected. Button. Okay, that's my Logitech keyboard. More info. Logitech speaker band not paired. Button. Okay, that's the speaker band not currently paired. So one finger double tap on that. Speaker band connecting. Connecting. Okay, and you heard it say connecting and a beep. And that's what it does when it comes back in range or when you turn the unit on from being off. Okay, so if I now flick to the right of my iPhone. More info, speaker band button. Okay, that's now the speech of voiceover coming through the BEM wireless Bluetooth speaker band now. So I flick back to the left. Speaker band connected button. Okay, so I'm just going to press home to go back to my home screen. Settings. So I'm going to do a two finger flick up for voiceover to start reading from the top of the screen to the bottom. And as it's doing that, I'm going to press the volume up on this speaker band itself. Messages, reminders, stocks, game center, newsstand, iTunes store, app store, compass, settings, password, weather. Okay, so I just did two finger touch on the screen to stop it. Now, if I don't have any sound running, now if I don't have any sound speaking as such, i.e. voiceover talking, if I just press the volume down now, Okay, you don't get any feedback, but if I hold it in, now I've just released it now, and that's when I heard the last very, very soft beep coming out of the speaker. So I'm going to hold the volume up on in now, and you hear the beeps as they get louder. course I've just released it and that's the maximum of the loudspeaker so if I touch my iPhone screen weather okay Passbook. weather that's how loud it is now 
Okay, so the first thing, let me show you what it's like to answer a call using the speaker band. So I'm just going to pop it on my wrist, put the clip in and put the little tongue under the little holder for it so it doesn't pop out. Okay, I've got my landline phone here, my iPhone over to one side so we don't get much feedback. Okay, so let me just call my mobile number and in the recording I'm actually going to modify the number just for privacy reasons. So if the number sounds a bit odd, it's because I've edited it in the recording. So I'm going to type in my number on my landline phone now. Okay, and press dial. Okay, it's dialing. Okay, answer it. It's also ringing now for the speaker band. Press answer. And if I come back to my phone and say, hello, how are you today? I'm very well. I'm just doing a recording using the BEM wireless speaker band. Okay, and when I'm finished chatting, I'm going to put my landline phone down. And I'm going to come back and press the middle button now to hang up. Okay, and I'm back to my home screen. So basically all I did then to answer the call was to press the middle button to answer and I pressed that middle button again to hang up the call and as you could hopefully tell, my voice was coming out of the speaker band. So I actually find this quite handy when I've got the phone in my pocket. I'm not wearing any headphones. I've got the speaker band on my wrist and I can just conduct a quick conversation. If I then want to, I can then always grab my phone out and have a private phone call. Because as you might have noticed, in, during the physical description, there's actually no headphone jack on the speaker itself, which probably would be the very handy feature. Okay, so that's how to answer, talk on a phone call and a hang up. Let me show you now what it's like to play some music using the BEM wireless Bluetooth speaker band. Now, I've already previously queued some music, and of course, yes, it's ABBA, because that's what I tend to use during my music demos, briefly. So what I'm going to do now, I'm not on a phone call, so the middle button is now basically play and pause. Now this is probably going to be a bit loud because I've had the sound up loud. So when I press the middle button to start playing the music ABBA, I'm actually then going to use the volume down button to turn down the volume of the music. So I'm pressing the middle one now. Now it's very loud, volume down now. That's better. Okay, so that's playing the music. If I press now the next track, which is normally the volume up button, I'll go into the next track. I press it again. Of course, if I press play pause in the middle, it stops it. Press it again. It starts playing it. Press the previous button, which used to be volume down before the music started playing. Okay, and then to turn the volume up while it's playing, of course, rather than just pressing the previous and next buttons, I'm actually going to hold it in there. So I'm going to turn the volume up, holding it in. Okay, and now I'm going to turn it down by pressing the volume down button. Press, press play, pause, to then stop the music. 
So basically what's happening is when I press play pause to play the music, the previous and next buttons, if I just press them once, they act as the previous and next buttons. If I hold the buttons in, it turns the volume up and down. So the button to the right of the answer, hang up, play pause button, it's volume up or next. And the one on the left of it, of course, is volume down or previous track. And just keep in mind that anything that's running audio-wise on your iPhone, including voiceover, because this is not an AirPlay speaker, will come out through the Bear Wireless Bluetooth speaker band as well. Now, the only thing I've found with the Bear Wireless Bluetooth speaker band is that it won't chill you when it's on low battery. So basically, if you have it running all the time and it suddenly doesn't connect or doesn't say anything, it would suggest that the battery is flat, or when you try and turn it on and it doesn't turn on at all, again, the battery is probably flat. So in using the device, that's probably the only thing that I find slightly irritating, besides the fact it doesn't have a headphone jack for a private phone call, is the fact that you don't know when the battery is getting low. So I normally charge this round about every three days, and that seems to do me quite nicely for playing the occasional album, listening to a few audio books, and taking several phone calls a day using the Ben Wireless Bluetooth speaker band. And of course, if you want to turn it off, you can hold down the button on the side to the right of the mini USB port. So I'm holding that in now. Now, before I turn back on again, I'll just give you a bit of a warning. If you hold the power button in too long after it says on, of course, you'll do what we did in the beginning of this recording and put it in pairing mode. So as soon as it starts to talk, take your finger off the button. So I'm holding it in now. Power off. Finger off. Connecting. Okay, and I'm reconnected. Okay, so if I come back to my iPhone, we should now get Alex, the synthesizer, used in iOS 8, of course, on my iPhone 5S here. If I flick to left, we should get speech back out the BEM band again. Okay, there we are. And of course, you can also get, finally, because I can't resist, doing Siri. So I'm going to hold down the home button. Siri, are you working? Releasing the home button. Sorry, I can't answer that. <laughs> Okey dokey. Right, I'm going to press the home button to come out of there. And then lock my screen. And that completes this demonstration of the BEM wireless Bluetooth speaker band. When I purchased mine, it cost about $49. Because I live in Australia, the parcel fee was a little bit pricey. It actually cost me $40 to get it over here to Australia, which I thought was a bit horrendous. But as I said, I can't find any fault with it. It's very useful. And as I've said several times, just a headphone and speaking at the battery level would have been nice. So as always, thanks for listening and bye for now. Hello everyone, this is Chase Crispin here to do a quick app review on a handy little app that I found for getting the latest news in a variety of categories. This is not an app that I've seen a lot about. I don't think it's the most popular news app out there because there are so many. And I kind of found this one by accident when looking for another app, but it actually works very well. This is an iOS app. It is called Now, and it is made by A-U-C-I-R, Asir. You can find it in the App Store by searching for 
now news, two words, now news. And the result that you will want is a free app that says now best client for Google News, stocks and weather. And once you download the app, it's very simple to get it working. This app works on the iPhone, iPod Touch, and iPad. Today I will be showing the app with voiceover on an iPhone 5S running iOS 7.1.1. I'm going to find the Now icon on the home screen of my iPhone. Now. And I'll double tap to open it. Now. Guide. Button. The first control that's in the top left of the screen that we're placed on is a button called Guide. And this is what allows us to select from a number of news categories. By default, the app displays the top stories category when you first launch it. If I flick to the right past the guide button, top stories. That tells us the category we are looking at, as I just mentioned, that is top stories. A plus button. We have an A plus button, and if I flick to the right, A button. We have an A button. I believe that has something to do with font size, although I could be incorrect. I've never found the need to use these buttons from within the app, and when I have pressed them, they don't seem to do much, but I believe these are font size buttons. Clash of Clans. Free. One, nine, ads by Google. And that was just an ad. This app is free, so it does display ads at the top of it, but I just flick past that. Pull to refresh, ellipsis. There's pull to refresh, which you could do if you needed to refresh to see newer news stories if you were getting old stories. The app does usually refresh itself automatically when it opens or when you click on a new category, so you shouldn't need to use this. But if you do, you can use this refresh tool to refresh the stories in the app and get the latest news. Privacy policy. Link. Privacy policy. Apple. U.S. High Court curbs state limits on abortion clinic protests. Reuters. And I flick past some of the privacy policy information at the top that was still associated with the ad frame. And now we're to our first news story. You heard the title of the story. And if we flick right. 3.44 p.m. Washington. Reuters. The U.S. Supreme Court handed a victory to anti-abortion activists on Thursday by making it harder for states to enact laws aimed at helping patients entering abortion clinics to avoid protester ellipses. You heard it read the first part of the article. It says ellipsis, and we would have to double tap on the name of the article to view the article in its entirety, but this will give you a good idea if the article is something you want to read or not. If I flick to the right again... Syria crisis. Obama asks Congress for $500 million for rebels. BBC News. And I'm not going to go through the rest of the stories. There are about six news stories displayed per category. So this is not a comprehensive look at all the news like a newspaper would be. It just gives you the latest news here. I'm going to move to the guide button at the top guide of the screen. Button. Double tap. Guide. And I'm going to flick to the right now. Local. The next category after top stories is local. Now, if you hadn't chosen this before, it would ask you if now could use your current location to find out where local is. I've used this a number of times, so it automatically uses GPS for just a second or two to find where I am to display news that's relevant to me. You probably won't get these same news stories as I'm getting because it's using GPS to find in my case, Nebraska news stories that are relevant to me in my home location. So that is the local news stories, and it gathers news using the Google News service from all over the internet. So you will see news from towns in a pretty close radius to you, but you will get a variety of news from your local area. I'm going to flick to the right. World. World, which will give us world news. Country. Country, which again, for me, would be U.S. news. Yours might be different. Business. Business. Technology. Technology. Entertainment. Entertainment. Sports. Sports. Science. Science. Health. Health. Spotlight. Spotlight, which is just stories that are popular. Weather. Weather. Blair. Local. There's my local location. Again, it found using GPS. And if I double tapped here, I would get a forecast. And I just flicked right from item to item in that category. I'm going to go back up to technology. Health, science. Sport. Entertain. Technology. So I just flicked left. I'm at technology. I'm going to double tap. It's loading the technology news. 
17,647, 2, 2, 5, There's 1. There's an ad I'm going to flick to the right. Ads by Google. Mobile about Call to refract. Call to refract. GM lawyer to give details Monday on fun for victims of faulty switch. Reuters. There's a first article in technology. I'm going to go to the right. Focus on security and new Dell products. Top tech news. Let's say I wanted to read this technology-related article. I could double tap to open it. And it's going to load done button. the article in a very Safari-like environment, even though we're still in the Now app. And there's a Done button in the top left now that will close this article when we're done. Now, with most articles, the article begins at a heading. So I can turn two fingers clockwise. Language, carry, word, speech, headings. To headings, then flick down. Focus on security and new Dell products. Upgrades. Network security on top tech news. Heading. Now, there is a heading with the title of the article, and articles here are very inconsistent. Some articles, the heading actually marks the beginning of the article, but with this particular one, I need to flick right quite a ways to skip past other popular stories, tags for this article, information about the author. And to save time on main menu, I'm going to cut out all the stuff I'm flicking past because each article is going to be different. Just know that even if you find the beginning of the article with a heading with the article's title, the actual text of the article might not begin for quite a while. So I'm going to skip past all the flicking right I had to do in the recording and get to directly where I heard. Dell rolled out new relevant products slash services. Link, image, tools and enhancements Thursday aimed at enabling businesses of all sizes to protect. Once you find the beginning of the article, you can just keep flicking right to read it, or you could do a two-finger swipe down to read the article in its entirety. And just remember that since Google News takes news from all over the internet and this app, uses Google News as its service, each article is going to be laid out different. So once you've read an article, move to the top of the screen. Done. Button. Double tap on the done button. And you're back to the app guide. where button. you were earlier. I'm going to double tap on guide again. Guide. And move down. Stop. Help. Spot. Weather. Blair. Other. Blair. Local. To local. Double tap. And it is going to load a local weather forecast for me. 82 degree today updated 6 slash 26 4 p.m. heading I had to flick left to get it to read anything when it loaded it didn't automatically read but if I flick right 82 degrees 85 degrees at 2 p.m. slash 68 degrees at 5 a.m. rain in the morning and afternoon wind 6 miles per hour humidity 71 percent sunrise 5:53 a.m. sunset 9:03 p.m. And there's information about today. 4 p.m., 82 degrees. Here's an hourly forecast. forecast. Headings. And then you hear a heading for seven-day forecast. So this actually works very well for weather, both for your current weather conditions, as you heard, and also for your seven-day forecast. So this also does weather very well besides just news. That's all there really is to the Now app. It's very simple, very easy to get the news, the very latest news by category. And again, search for it with Now News in the App Store and look for the one that says Now Best Client for Google News, and that will be the app that you want. We will also place a link to that in the main menu show notes so that it'll be easy for you to find. Thanks for listening to this quick app demo. Hope it's been helpful to you. I'm Chase Crispin, recording for ACB Radio's Main Menu. Well, we do want to thank you for being with us this week here on Main Menu and hope you'll join us back here again next week on Main Menu. You have a great week and we'll see you soon here on Main Menu.